trafficking. Welcome, Julie. And good thank evening. you good evening. for coming to talk with us today. You are our first guest for the uh, month of interna celebrating International Women's Month. We're stretching it. International Women's Day falls on the 8th of March. And Judy is our first speaker of the month to come in. Um, Judy works for a charity. She's going to do a presentation shortly and inform us all on what the charity is about, the history, her history with the charity and um, some really interesting stories. So looking forward to hearing some more, Julie. Thank you. Um, so I've, I've got hosting rights to. Yes, you should get your co-host. Thank you. OK, so um, I actually work for a charity by the name of Sophie Hayes. Uh, Sophie Hayes is a foundation that is based in Manchester, Birmingham and London. Uh, this small presentation is just going to go through some of the basic information around trafficking and also what we do and some of the future stuff. So, um, off I go. So human trafficking, what is human trafficking? It's actually, the acronym is called AMP. It's the act that is done by recruiting, transporting or harboring someone for a purpose of exploitation. Just detail some of the forms of trafficking there, which is sexual exploitation, domestic servitude, forced labor, forced marriages, organ harvesting, child forced begging and uh, forced crime. So by means how that's actually done, it's done by force, coercion, abduction, fraud and deception. And then there is a purpose, which chiefly is really more about money, uh, about um, exploitation. So um, the difference between human smuggling and human trafficking. So smuggling is normally done where it's voluntarily done by consent, where the individual knows the um, person, the smuggler, and it's actually that they're seeking illegal entry into a foreign country, whereas trafficking is actually done where it's done by force, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be taken um, across any border because as we found out a lot of trafficking can happen domestically where siblings will traffic and force um, their own family members to um, into sexual exploitation and domestic servitude. So um, what I wanted to tell you a little bit about beforehand is um, once a participant, we call them participants, declares themselves as trafficked, what they would actually do is contact a helpline or the police who would then get them to register uh, in the national referral mechanism, which is known as the NRM. Um, and if after they've had this lengthy call, which normally lasts between an hour and two hours, asking about 90 questions, they would then be given CG, which is conclusive grounds to believe that they have been trafficked. They would then be given refuge of up to 90 days where they'd be put into safe accommodation and given some 
course to refund, which would be £37.55 per week. And for those that are given safe house accommodation, they're given caseworkers and who then sometimes top them up with an additional £27. But the maximum any survivor gets is £65 a week, but most get £37.55. In the 90 days whilst they're seeking refuge, they then have to put forward a case to say that they have rights to stay in this country. Uh, sometimes the 90 days can take up to two years. And in that time, they visit the home office. They have to check in once a month. They have to um, just do stuff around being um, a survivor. And um, if they're given, once they've said, they give them a, a decision, they can either get negative conclusive grounds, which means if they get negative conclusive grounds, they have 14 days to leave their refuge. They don't get any more money. They can put in another claim. But in the 14 days, they could be homeless. And if they get a positive conclusive grounds, then they can seek asylum and then get refuge and get their paperwork to stay in this country for up to five years. So that's just to tell you a bit of information about what happens. So in reality, there is 45 to 40, about 45 million um, enslaved people across the globe. It's a $150 billion um, organised crime industry, which is looking to outsource the drug uh, trafficking industry. Um, and currently in the NRM, there is 130,000 estimated enslaved um, people that are registered in the UK. Um, that's only registered, so there's actually a lot more. Of that, 71% are women and girls, one in four are children, and the average price of a slave, which is why you'll probably understand uh, why it's being outsourced, um, it's outsourcing drugs, is roughly between $90 and $100, which works out to roughly about £70 uh, per slave. So um, Sophie's story, which is actually um, how the charity came about, it was a young white woman that uh, befriended uh, a man who she thought was going to be her boyfriend. He then took her over to Italy and um, exploited her into sexual exploitation. Uh, she was lucky that when she was ill, she went into hospital and managed to get a safe word back to her mother, who was then able to rescue her. She then came back and was uh, supported by a police officer and the chairman of our charity, who's no longer there, um, to write this book. And so you can purchase traffic. I think it's about seven or eight pounds from Amazon. And from the proceeds from the book um, helped set up the charity, Sophie Hayes, uh, which was set up 10 years ago. Um, Sophie Hayes is an alias uh, and she's no longer in this country. She's moved away. Uh, we have no contact with her, uh, but we've led to believe that she's married, settled with children and is now running her own business. And so Sophie Hayes has looked, um, looked about what happens once you've been uh, trafficked and you come back as a survivor. What do you do next? So this is where we come in. So what we do, our vision is about um, all women survivors of human trafficking and modern slavery that they should um, achieve and complete sustainable freedom 
through independence that can only be uh, come with the ability to live and to work without fear. So we do three things. We run a programme which is directly um, with women survivors. Um, once they've had the, been given the 90 days refuge, we then come in and work with the caseworkers. We also do research uh, which looks at the needs of the survivors and also policy around raising awareness and challenging policy um, to understand the challenges that survivors face with support. So um, it's a year programme that we run. There's two modules. The first module is an eight week programme that looks at resilience, self-confidence and uh, basic employability knowledge. And then module two is um, over four months where they get coaching. They can either go into, if they get rights to work, they can go into employment, uh, seek college um, applications or work placements or volunteering. And then following that, they get the opportunity to join uh, the Survivor Network, which is around, it's peer-led, uh, around supporting them to raise awareness and to support other survivors. So currently, the figures that we have for 2019, we supported 171 women. Of that, 62% were from five, five major countries, which was Albania, Ghana, India, Nigeria and the Philippines of which 37% were from the African continent and the highest uh, exploitation was sexual exploitation of 49% and the eldest woman that we've supported was 67 years old. So um, it isn't just young people we have from over 18 and there is no age limit. So the, the oldest person that we dealt with last two years ago was um, 67. So this is some of the quotes from some of the survivors um, one that says here is the coaching sessions were most valuable. I learned how to properly communicate through using email and phone for the first time. Um, I was sorry, I was nervous about going to college, um, but having coaching with Sophie Hayes helped me to overcome the fears, and it proves that it has been worthwhile. Uh, and just things like, you know, I believe in myself, I can now have a life. So these are some of the partners that we've worked with in the last two to three years, actually, uh, since I've been with the, pro, um, in, with the programme. But the future, what we're looking to do is we're looking to support a thousand women in a thousand days to walk away from fear, to become more employable, to gain practical knowledge, to build confidence access new opportunities and to enrol in our support network. So that is Sophie Hayes.